And the cat fight continues. I don't know about you guys, but I'm kind of getting bored with this cat fight between Aaron Rodgers and the pretend comedian Jim Kimmel. Seems like every couple of hours there's a new headline in the mainstream media. Jim Kimmel responds to Aaron Rodgers in a painfully boring monologue. Aaron Rodgers responds to Jim Kimmel in a highly entertaining diatribe. You know why I find Aaron Rodgers entertaining while I think Jim Kimmel is as boring as his aspiring husband, Howie? I might not agree with everything that Aaron Rodgers says. There are times when I think that Aaron Rodgers is kind of out there for lack of a better word. But if there's one thing that I never have to doubt, never have to question about Aaron Rodgers, I never have to question his authenticity. I never feel like Aaron Rodgers is being dishonest. And I find honesty to be not only refreshing, I find honesty to be entertaining. I feel like Jim Kimmel is the definition of inauthentic. Jim is a media shill. He never deviates from the agenda. Every episode is the same recycled jokes. Orange man bad. Jim Kimmel is bland. He's boring. And this cat fight between Jim and Aaron Rodgers is starting to get boring too. Aaron Rodgers made his weekly appearance earlier today on the Pat McAfee show. Now I'll be honest with you. I am surprised that ESPN allowed Aaron Rodgers back on their network. Hell, I'm surprised that Pat McAfee is still on their airwaves. We'll get into that more here in just a second. Now, many in the media, they are choosing to focus on Aaron Rodgers and his response to Jim Kimmel. I don't give a shit about that. That's not what I feel like is the real story here. I was more interested in what Aaron Rodgers had to say about management at ESPN. Mike Foss is a senior vice president at the Worldwide Leader in Woke. From what I understand, he was part of the group that was responsible for signing Pat McAfee. Mike is also responsible for overseeing the Pat McAfee show on a day-to-day -day basis. In other words, Mike Foss is one of Pat McAfee's many bosses. God, I don't miss corporate America, the land of many bosses without much experience telling everyone with experience how to properly do their jobs. Last Friday, Mike Foss released a statement to the media about the comments that Aaron Rodgers made about Jim Kimmel. Listen, darling, Aaron's comments about the beloved Jim Kimmel, they were not only dumb, they were inaccurate. That level of poppycock and tomfoolery has no place at an institution of serious journalism like the worldwide leader in Woke. Translation, Mike Foss threw Aaron Rodgers under the bruised caboose while simultaneously kissing the ass of Jim Kimmel. Naturally, Aaron Rodgers didn't appreciate these comments from someone with a position of authority at the Worldwide Leader in Woke. And if you want to get technical, Aaron Rodgers is an employee at ESPN. Well, Casey, that's simply not true. Aaron Rodgers is paid by Patton McAfee. Yeah, uh, where do you think Patty McAfee gets the money to pay him? It's not coming out of his personal bank account, coming out of the same bank account that belongs to the non-binary mouse, the same account that pays guys like Stephen A. and the grown man who calls himself Shay to actually draw ratings. I don't blame Aaron Rodgers for being upset here. I mean, his employer called him out publicly. It's no different than Dennis Allen calling out his own players for having the audacity to have a set of balls. Earlier today, Aaron Rogers, he responded to Mike Foss. Since he oversees the show on a daily basis, I would guess that Mike Foss heard these comments live.
Watch for yourself. But I don't understand a Mike Voss comment um, because he didn't help out either. And I'm going to quote Mike Voss. He said, Aaron made a dumb and factually incorrect joke about Jimmy Kimmel. It should never have happened. We all realized that in the moment. Mike, you're not helping. You're not helping because I just read earlier exactly what I said. So, and this is this is the game plan of the media. And this is what they do. They try and cancel. You know, it's, and it's not just me. It's, it's nowhere near just me. I mean, if you look at all the different people who've been uh, censored from the internet during, especially during COVID, um, the canceling that went on, the censorship, using the government to try and censor people that happened. Um, and if that doesn't work, then they go to name calling. I mentioned a lot of the, the names that I've been called. First of all, Aaron Rodgers absolutely right. Mike Foss didn't do anything to help the situation. All he did by releasing that press release was pour gas on the ass fire. Later in the week last week, this story was starting to lose steam, at least between Jim Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. Wasn't losing steam between Pat McAfee and ESPN. But Pat McAfee, he issued his forced corporate apology, what was that, last Wednesday? By Friday, everyone had pretty much moved on. Then Mike Foss sends out that press release and the story is revived. And number two, I thought it was interesting that Aaron Rodgers mentioned labels. Remember earlier this morning when we reviewed Jim Kimmel's painfully unfunny monologue? Remember one of his main complaints about Aaron Rodgers? He's labeling me a pedo! Even though that couldn't be further from the truth, that is the narrative that Jim Kimmel went with. Once again, Aaron Rodgers absolutely right. Jim Kimmel has no problem labeling Aaron Rodgers, but as soon as the labels are turned, or at least in the mind of Jim Kimmel, as soon as the labels are turned, he's got a problem with it. For the second time in less than a week, a major executive at ESPN, they have been called out publicly on the Pat McAfee show. First incident was last Friday when Pat McAfee verbally eviscerated his own boss, Norb Williamson. And of course, second incident happened today with Aaron Rodgers calling out Mike Foss. Two separate instances in less than a week. And yet, for some reason, ESPN has failed to respond. There hasn't been any sort of punishment. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been removed from the show. Pat McAfee wasn't suspended. And look, look, look. I got no problem here with Pat McAfee or Aaron Rodgers. Matter of fact, I have enjoyed watching both of them publicly embarrass ESPN. Pat McAfee is the only employee at the network who's in a position where ESPN needs him more than Pat McAfee needs ESPN. At least... That's the perception anyway. To be honest with you, I don't think either party in this relationship needs the other. But I think management at ESPN has the perception that they need Pat McAfee. But either way, the precedent has been set here. Pat McAfee has set the precedent that on-air talent can go on live television and vent their frustration about their bosses. It's going to be interesting to see how ESPN handles this going forward. Let me ask you something. What happens if Ryan Clark has an emotional day? He goes on the air to vent his frustrations about one of his dozens of bosses at ESPN. Longtime viewers of this channel already know Ryan Clark has a tendency to get emotional. How is ESPN going to handle that situation? What about Kendrick Perkins? Does he still collect woke welfare at the Worldwide Leader in Woke? Is he still gainfully employed? If so, 
if Kendrick Perkins is still employed by the mouse, what happens if Kendrick Perkins blasts management at ESPN? Are they going to let him slide? Well, KC, of course not. Those guys are expendable. They're replaceable. Pat McAfee is a star. He is treated differently. Hmm. Oh, really? Really? Well, that doesn't sound very equitable to me. I thought ESPN was the land of equity, where everyone is treated equally and everyone is equally miserable. We all know what would happen if Ryan Clark or Kendrick Perkins did the same thing as Pat McAfee. They would be suspended. Hell, they might even be fired. And if that happened, what is going to be the first accusation thrown at ESPN? What's going to be the first narrative they push? This network is racist. The white man did the same thing and he wasn't punished. Pat McAfee is the beneficiary of white privilege. Earlier this afternoon, Bobby Burak published an article at OutKick titled, ESPN sold out to Pat McAfee, and now they play by his rules. And you know what? He's absolutely right here. ESPN has sold out to Pat McAfee, not the other way around. They haven't imposed their will. They haven't changed the Pat McAfee show yet. Outside of a forced apology here and there, Pat McAfee, he's still the same Pat McAfee. But for how long? How long can this last? How long can management at ESPN allow Pat McAfee to go unchecked? I mean, according to Pat McAfee himself, there's people working at ESPN that have been against him from the beginning. Pat McAfee was blamed for a lot of their woke brothers and sisters being fired, which I didn't think was really all that fair to Pat McAfee. Not his fault that ESPN agreed to pay him $85 million and guys like Jalen Rose had to be sacrificed to make room in the budget. All Pat McAfee did was accept their offer. But there seems to be... There seems to be this internal war going on and Pat McAfee is stuck in the middle. You got one half of management at ESPN that supports him, while the other half seems to be sabotaging him. And I know this is true because Jamel Hill confirmed it. <laughs> oh, smelly Jamelly. If Jamelly says it's true, it's true. Pat McAfee, he's got his supporters at ESPN, also has his detractors. How long can this go on? The problem is, his detractors, they've got plenty of ammunition to use against them. It is no secret at this point that Pat McAfee is struggling to resonate with ESPN's audience. He's still performing well on YouTube, but like I've said countless times, that is irrelevant. Pat McAfee is being paid to draw ratings on television. ESPN gave him first take as his lead-in, the second highest rated show on the network. What is Pat McAfee doing with that audience? He's losing over half of it. But Casey, that's because the demographics are different. The demographics for first take are completely different than the demos for Pat McAfee. Yeah, and? This is why I keep saying Pat McAfee doesn't fit at ESPN. What happens if he continues to struggle, but he continues to cause controversy? He continues to generate bad publicity. We already know that ESPN has a very long history of overreacting to bad press and fake outrage. How long will ESPN be willing to tolerate it? Better yet, how long will Pat McAfee be willing to tolerate it? I know some people think that 
Pat McAfee needs an enemy. He performs better when he has an enemy, which is probably true. I mean, Howard Stern was always better when he had someone to fight with. But after a while, wouldn't it get old? I mean, it would to me. Does Pat McAfee want to constantly have to defend himself against his bosses on a daily basis? I think it would get exhausting fighting the same internal battles every day. Hell, it's the reason that Howard Stern left terrestrial radio. That's why he left conventional media. Howard Stern got tired of fighting the FCC, got tired of fighting management at his radio station. My stance on this has not changed. I think all this is only the beginning, the beginning of the end. I don't think Pat McAfee ends 2024 working at ESPN. He does not need ESPN, and he's putting himself through all this for nothing, really. I mean, he can make the same money here on YouTube. He, he was already making the same money here on YouTube before signing with ESPN. But give me your thoughts on this. Aaron Rodgers calls out management at ESPN on Pat McAfee's show. Second time in less than a week that management at ESPN gets completely embarrassed on this show. Does ESPN failing to punish Pat McAfee and Aaron Rodgers, does that set a dangerous precedent at the network? How long will it be before Pat McAfee is accused of having white privilege? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate each one of you guys and your continued support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.